You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. Ben Notes is our weekly jazz program going to air each Sunday night. David Lewis grew up in Hamilton in the Western Districts of Victoria. He travelled as a member of the Australian Youth Orchestra to China and Europe. Before studying a music degree at Melbourne University, he continued his studies in Sweden and then went to Paris where he graduated and stayed to perform in a range of contemporary music, jazz and African groups. Along the way, he met French chanteuse Belle de Berry, a meeting which led David to a performing and songwriting collaboration with Belle, which continued into their group, the Paris Combo, currently touring Europe and Australia. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Bent Notes both David Lewis and Belle de Berry. Thank you, David. Thanks for having us on the show. How do you describe the Paris Combo to someone who's never heard it before? It's very much hybrid. There is some jazz in there. There's definitely um, strong influence from our guitar player, Podzi, who is very much uh, playing out of the Django Reinhardt French gypsy jazz tradition. I guess Paris Combo is a combination of the different influences of uh, its members. And of course, Belle, who's lead singer, songwriter, uh, writes all the lyrics for the group. She's had a variety of experiences, which we'll probably tell you about. But uh, one of them also being a strong influence from um, singers from the um, 30s and 40s, including a lot of the singers that came before Piaf. So the the band has been around for a number of years now. How did it? Uh, how did you put it together to start with? Well, Bell um, has been playing with um, our drummer and guitarist Podzi. I just mentioned for um, over twenty years, twenty five years. They'd already played in other groups together. When I met them, they they had a group that was doing mainly covers of songs from the thirties and forties, uh, with a few originals. And uh, I was working with Belle in a show in Paris called the Cabaret Sauvage, Savage Cabaret, where she was singer and I was um, <clears throat> musical director. One day she took me to hear her band with Podzi and Francois. They, they invited me to join the band. We started writing more original material and that became Paris Combo. So you were the catalyst for a, a new, new band? In some ways I think um, that's when the transformation took place, yeah. And Belle, how did you? Uh, how do you remember that uh, first meeting with David? It was yes, it was for this um, this show, Cabaret Sauvage, and um, he was uh, he was very nice and uh, very um, um, comment dire, very uh, comment tu étais David, tu étais prêt à rendre service, tu te. Um, I think she's saying that I was very um, quick to to help out. But I was probably also um, totally charmed, so ah. eager to help out. <laughs> that might have had something to do with it. <laughs> Everyone has their own point of view, don't they? <laughs> Bell, when David came along, did he have lots of good ideas? Oh yes, he had, and uh, he had. Uh, before we 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 were playing in cafes and uh, uh, little places like this in Paris. Yes. And when David came in band, he was very. Um, Full of ideas and and uh, with this very j- big um, jazz background and uh, uh, it was very a, a very uh, good um, uh, experience for for us to 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 play music with uh, David. It, uh, it took us um, on a, on another level. When David uh, started playing with the band, did you think that he had? A very different way of a different approach, or was just similar but just a different slant. No, it was it, it was more um, 
professional in a way because uh, he had a lot of experience with different um, uh, artists, very well known in France. So um, I said uh, to him at, the, at this time uh, for fun, he was like a mercenary, you know. Mercenary. Us, we were more like um, playing in the cafes, in the streets, in a, like an a underground uh, group. So very uh, folkloric, but uh, not very professional. Having lots of fun, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and probably that's uh, what uh, David uh, was charmed with, too. David, the, the music that you heard from Bell's band at the time, it must have got you interested and given you a vision for how you could contribute yeah that's um <clears throat> exactly it I, I think it's the the fact that they were you know they were playing music that was obviously strongly influenced by music from the past but they were playing in an in, in a very i guess not not an academic way at all it was the fact that they they were playing music that, and they were obviously very inspired by you know Django Reinhardt Duke Ellington a lot of the French music of the 40s, but they weren't playing it in an academic way at all. It was almost like they were sort of making it live again. Plus some of the venues that... Um, I think the first venue I ever heard them play at was at the Balajot, which is a dance hall near the Bastille in, in Paris. And um, just the whole atmosphere of the place, plus people dancing in between the sets, really made you feel a strong connection with the past, but also being still being lived in the, in the present. You know, that was just really exciting. And also, it's hard to describe at the time. Paris, at least at, at that time, was a a real mixture of influences from the past and the present. And they all sort of tended to merge. You know, the Bell was, was coming out of also experiences with uh, the punk scene in Paris. I'd been doing things with jazz and French uh, you know, popular singers. And it all tends to sort of merge in a rather unexpected way. There aren't the compartments you, you might imagine. And I think, you know, just the, the feeling that we could... I, th I thought that other people like me, i.e. non-French, would really be interested in um, this sort of melange of uh, influences. So did you, in a sense, take it upon yourself to work with Bell to use these influences to interest others? Absolutely. I mean, I'd already played in bands. Particularly, um, I played with Manu Dibango, the um, Cameroonian saxophonist, who toured. We toured a lot outside France. Um, he's really well known in France, but he's also tours all over the world. And I saw to what degree audiences uh, outside France were intrigued by the interesting sort of. In his case, it was the African music being merged with jazz and even um, French influences as well. Um, I knew that uh, audiences elsewhere were intrigued by those sort of uh, mixtures because, you, of course, you don't have them outside France. We're talking to David Lewis and Belle de Berry here on Joy 94.9. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Find more Joycasts and show blogs, go to joy.org.au. My special guests tonight are David Lewis and Belle de Berry from the Paris Combo, a combo that's been around for a number of years now. I think back to 1997 might have been the, the starting uh, times. Have a bit of a break in the middle and continuing on now with a tour of Europe and and Australia with their brand new album, interestingly called Five. 
David, the, the album's called Five. It's a very short, simple name. I think we just sort of went for a, a simple title. It's the fifth studio album, and Five's um, an interesting number. So, you know, the five senses, five members of the group, five fingers of the hand, etc., etc., etc. I mean, it's not the most imaginative title for an album, but that's it. It was kind of a milestone for us, too, just to get back in the studio and write a new album, which actually we co-wrote as a group, which is that's the first time we've done that for a, for a whole album. You co-wrote the entire album? We co-wrote the music, yeah, and uh, Bell wrote all the lyrics. Bell, how challenging is it to come up with a set of lyrics for a new melody that you hear? It's the, the, the writing is... Uh, I usually wrote uh, when we are rehearsal and I pick up a melody and after it's, it's quite in, in the same time in a way. So it's good because... Um, it's very uh, spontaneous and and very close to the music and the, the feeling of the music. Do you take feeds from the composer? Yeah. Do, do they, does the composer, in this case uh, David, feed in his thoughts about what he thinks the melody means? Oh no, usually we. I'm very free with uh, my lyrics, so I can write well. What I want to write, what the um, what the music influenced me, the the words are coming, and all the ideas, and because I'm I'm the singer too, so I am going to sing this word. So <laughs> I'm the I'm the chef of uh, of the lyrics. What do you use as inspiration to start your your lyric writing? There's many ways. There's um. Uh, music uh, influence, music uh, meanings. I don't know what to. How can I say? Just the inspiration of the melody. Yes. Yeah. The mood of the music. And uh, I've got some notes too. Uh, I've got a, a book note, and I've got some. A notebook. A notebook. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know they say talky walky in France. Yeah. So uh, often things are back the front. And so I've got some ideas um, uh, pre. Uh, Pre-thinking, no, Are these ideas that you just note down from time to time as you have them, and then eventually, when you find a suitable melody, you take them out of the book? Yes, that's right. That's ex- exactly what uh, what I'm doing. When you're you're writing your lyrics, do you draw upon personal experience each and every time? Yeah, it's it's quite uh, influenced by what I. My life, what I thought uh, during my short or long life, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, my friends too, around me, people around me. I'm, I am, I think I'm quite uh, curious of, of uh, about uh, human life, humanity, and all the um, uh, sentiments. Uh, do you see something David? Feelings. So I'm very curious about uh, all that, uh, and I'm noting a lot of uh, um, situation, uh, expression, uh, feelings, and um, sometimes I said, oh, I'm going to uh, write a song about, uh, for example, I wrote a song about being single for too long, because in, in Paris there's a lot of people uh, who are single for too long so <laughs> I said I'm going to write a song about this problem 
has your writing changed since uh, 1997? Yeah, because uh, it was very spontaneous. At the beginning, and now I try to make my lyrics uh, um, uh, comprehensible, understandable, and <laughs> I think on the the last, maybe the last album, um, also because it was co-written uh, by the group, maybe the, sometimes the lyrics are a little less surrealist than yeah. on previous albums, and a little bit more understandable at the first listening. Maybe the fact that Bell's also writing for other artists influences the way she writes for herself as well. Because with uh, other artists, you have to kind of get into their mind in a way or to really understand what they want to express. I don't think there's any rules. I mean, the next album will probably go back to a mixture of uh, individual compositions and group efforts. And probably Bell will sort of have different writing approaches to, to, uh, to the song, depending on the songs. What makes the chemistry for a band such as the Paris Combo? Obviously, there's a core to the band with Belle, Podzi and Francois, who's you know, really been playing together for over 25 years. Um, so there's a strong friendship. There's a strong musical history together. And now I'm part of that. I mean, I've been playing with them for 20 years uh, too. So you have this kind of common musical baggage to draw upon and also once you've played together for a long time you have your own baggage that you've created together too that you can you know tap into when you're writing or playing together. I suppose that means that you've built an understanding about how each other member of the band is likely to respond to various musical in exactly. influences and or yeah, instances. Exactly. I mean we're, we're trying to we want to try and continue to extend the possibilities of the band. Part of that, I think, is also our, is understanding what each person has to offer and then trying to tap into that rather than sort of asking people to be something that they're not. People do so much better when they do what they they are in themselves. Oh, absolutely. And not I think trying to put a mask. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the key to a, a real group uh, as, a past, as opposed to a collection of session musicians. I do sessions myself and I know that often you're, it's almost like playing a cameo role where you're drawing more on your technique and just your understanding of music that you're not necessarily being asked to be yourself. Yeah. We're talking to David Lewis and Belle Duberry here on Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Find more Joycasts and show blogs, go to joy.org.au. My special guests tonight on Bit Notes are David Lewis and Belle DeBerry from the Paris Combo. We've been having a bit of a chat, David uh, and Belle, about the history of the band and how it's been around for, for many years. You had a bit of a break with the band for a number of years and then came back together, I think it was 2011. What was the big benefit of having such a break? I think after 10 years of, or almost 10 years of pretty solid touring, plus I think we put out four studio albums in that um, first period, we really just needed to take a few steps back. Now, it's very, very involving, especially, I mean, we were lucky enough, lucky enough to have success quite quickly in France. And it meant that everyone was sort of really fully involved in the group and didn't have time to do much else. So it was good after a few years just to sort of have some time off and that way people could do other things. I think it's strengthened the group and that's what has made it possible for us now to um, 
get back together again and start a, a new chapter. A good way to, to do things, I think, to have a bit of a break, refresh batteries, do different things, and that brings new, new, new ideas into the mix then. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the music scene changes very quickly too, especially in popular music. When, once you get away from your own group, you're also... I know Belle and I were sort of became very much aware of um, other things that were going on once we were having a break from Paris Combo, plus the, the fact that the music industry too, uh, which we're obviously involved in because we make recordings and do concerts, is in a, in a period of transition right now with a lot of changes. And just to become conscious of that, it was good to, to sort of be on our own and, um, and, 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 and see that, you know. So the album Five has been out for a year or two, uh, released in uh, America back in 2013, I think. Yes, it was... yeah, no, it's had a sort of, yeah. We can hear your, your band performing live. What is it that we're going to hear when we walk into that Melbourne Recital Centre on Thursday night? Well, you'll, you'll hear, uh, the audience will hear, um, par- a par- I guess, a typical Paris Combo set from uh, you know, 2015, which involved songs from the new album, uh, Five, uh, which you just mentioned, but also um, songs that we've, from our previous albums, including Living Room or Senor, songs that people who um, uh, saw our previous tours here will might might remember. No, we're trying to make it a balanced uh, set, both in the content and ca- to cover a good part of the group's career as well. It sounds like it's going to be a marvellous, nice entertainment, David. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. And, and Belle, thank you for taking the time today to talk much. with David. Thank you very much. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.